Hey Gabbers, let the rum flow. It's time for the Gabbing with Gason show. So grab your cocktails and join my guesty bestie co-host and me as we have ourselves a little gab fest. Hi Gabbers! It is our first episode of season two of Gabbing with Gason. That's right, you all have stuck around for... I don't know, over 39 episodes with bonus episodes, and um, we just appreciate you, and I'm very excited to be back. I didn't get to take any time off. Uh, I've been I've been a very little busy, little busy gay. Um, I'm going to introduce our guest real quick, because um, I feel like you all know her since she's been on the show 98 times. <laughs> Please welcome back. <laughs> Tal that rhymes with Wow. Hi, hi. Hello, hi. hello. So I'm bringing you back on real quick because normally I do the intro that takes forever and, and we're still going to do that. But as I was celebrating our one year anniversary, I got Tao to come on to um, say some really sweet things. And then uh, I was like, Tao, I've got so many cool things to tell you about. And Tao was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, we're going to have a Facebook page. And Tao made fun of me <laughs> and basically called me old. I think it's great that you are branching out and you have your Facebook page. That is a pause. <laughs> now, there are so many other things we have to talk about with this. So, yes, you can actually join the Gabbing with Gason uh, Facebook page. Um, we post little fun updates and we have fun little days in there. So feel free to um, like the Gabbing with Gason page and you can, uh, you'll can you be first to know when new episodes are coming out. But to to know even faster than a post, you should subscribe. So whatever podcast app you're listening to us on um, should have a subscribe option. And you should just subscribe. And then you will actually know before I post about it on the Facebook page. Um, but here's the thing. There's so many other things that have happened uh, as we go into season two. You can now support us on Patreon. And you'll hear a little bit more about Patreon towards the end of the show, but you can definitely become a Patreon supporter. We've gotten a few already, and uh, huge thanks to, to those individuals that have decided to support Gavin with Gason, because, you know, I appreciate it. Didn't get into this to make money, but it does help offset some of the costs. And uh, also, I'm, you know, I want to be able to get a soundboard. And now that people are starting to get uh, vaccination shots, I'm hoping to get some of my guests live to sit with me in the same room. Because oh that will be a good time. Right, Tao? I've literally never met you in person. <laughs> I know. That's that's actually true. Tao and I have never physically met in person. We've met on camera at work, mm -hmm. but we've never met in person. But I hope to eat lots of food with you someday, Jason. <laughs> um, I mean, I got my second shot, and I'm counting down the days. you got to wait two weeks after it. And uh, I am ready to enjoy life a little bit. Go out and go to a restaurant, get drinks, hang out with my I'm friends. Already so. planning my next trip, and my shot is this weekend. <laughs> That's fantastic! Oh my gosh, that means we don't have that much time. We can actually go and hang out, Tao. Okay, yeah, let's well, do totally it. Hang out. I'm so excited because you don't live, but more than fifteen, I think maybe fifteen, twenty minutes away, if that. Like, oh, I'm actually... so close. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that is is so exciting. Um. Two very special guesty besties in my life, John and Pamela, surprised me for our one-year anniversary of Gabbing with Gason and created the brand new, beautifully designed GabbingWithGason.com. That's right. 
Papa got a website now. <laughs> so take a second, pause the show, go click on the website. It'll be linked in the show notes, but check it out. It will give you all the gabbing with Gason you can handle. Um, it has all the old shows on there, so you can follow along and catch up if you need to, or go back and re-listen to some of your favorites. Um, there are uh, There's a section in there for keeping the Yuletide gay as well, so you can go there and, and listen to the show. And um, There's some little factoids running around, and I'm not going to lie, they put in some hidden Easter eggs. So you never know where you're clicking. You might be taken to a fun little YouTube clip. Who knows? But you should go. I'm going to go and click on everything. I mean, it's super cute. And there's going to be more <laughs> done to it. And I have some great ideas about some things that we're going to add. And it's just super brilliant. You know, there's no, there's you don't have to pay to go to the website or anything. It's a free website. It's not an OnlyFans. Gag with Gason hasn't gone there yet. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's something people would want. I, I, I would not. What level um, of Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, OnlyFans. I recently discovered the joy of TikTok. I refused to watch TikTok for, I don't know, year, however long what? it's been out. I know. And through the past couple of months, I've slowly been sucked in thanks to my friend Tracy. And I, I think you'd be really fun to watch on TikTok. I am I am loving TikTok. Uh, there are a couple of extremely attractive gentlemen that I now follow on TikTok. <laughs> um, there are some really funny individuals that I follow on TikTok. And um, I don't know. I don't think Gavin with Jason. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we could do it. Um who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, maybe that's how we get Malibu to sponsor us. Because we've been here for a year. And uh, they have not uh, sponsored us yet. And I forgot, I... anytime we mention Malibu, we've got our new Malibel. So as we continue throughout the show, you're probably going to get annoyed. Because anytime we mention that wonderful rum-flavored drink called Malibu, the Malibel is going to go off. To help us try to keep track of how many times they're mentioned. Um, and because it's funny. And I enjoy it. And I like the Malibel. So, you know. Um, is Malibu and... rum flavored? Like, it's not coconut flavored? I mean, <laughs> it's liquor. Okay, so there's okay. coconut rum. Then they have uh... their strawberry uh, flavor. They have mango, lime, uh, tonight's topic is a little bit more on the serious side, so I didn't want to get, like, crazy cocktailicious, but I finally got the Malibu Black, and it is delicious. Um, oops, I, and I've started getting it better. I need a co-host to hit the bell every time. My god, this is gonna get annoying real quick, but we're gonna keep it the round! Now, Tao, you made fun of me because I'm not on another social media platform. Instagram, Yes. <laughs> Although I feel like you are jumping ahead if you're going on TikTok. <laughs> I didn't say I was going on TikTok. I oh, just said I'm that sorry. It's potential. Yes, it's so easy. Like Instagram is just pictures. But I don't do, know like, how to Insta. It seems like so can, much work. It's. I promise you, you do a lot more work on everything else you do. <laughs> I just love how excited I was when I told you I got a Facebook page, and you basically told me I was old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you basically no. were like. Cool, Grandpa. Let me I know when you hit Twitter. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. 
I don't either. I'm not a big fan of Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I used to. Um, I feel but... like it gets too political too fast. Yeah. So I just, I always straight away. What what I enjoy about TikTok is it's it's its algorithm is starting to realize that there are certain types of content I don't want because man, mm. the first couple of days I was like, is everything racist on here? <laughs> really? That's what you got? Yeah, that's what it hit me up with first, and I was like, wow, oh, this is not okay. I never got racist stuff. That's so weird. Oh, it hit me up first, and I was like, is this because I have a beard and I'm chubby and therefore a little country? Which I'm not, but you know, I guess I don't. I, am. I hope it can't see you. Jeez, I, I don't, don't know. I it's hope so it weird. didn't make any decisions off of what it sees me at. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? I was like, this is not okay. But then I started to like certain things and follow certain mm. things, and now it's bringing up a lot of the same stuff. And I was like, hmm, this makes a lot of sense now. I got my um, mom into TikTok. Oh, <laughs> I did. I was, um, she goes. She used to go through Instagram like crazy, um, but she watched all the videos. I was like, mom. These videos are all from TikTok anyways. You just got to get on TikTok. And now she spends like hours yep. on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one gentleman um, that I think is probably the most attractive guy I think I've ever seen in my life. Not that I would ever have a, a chance with this gentleman, mm-hmm. but he is... Um, I feel bad talking about him in that way, but like his content is very sexual. Okay. And um so I don't think he would care, but um he is uh just a <sighs> He is a beautiful man. Okay. And getting flustered just thinking about him. <laughs> um he is just who who um Tell me yeah. how you really feel, Jason. I can't. I need to focus back on the show. <laughs> I, I just, he's just uh, very You'll attractive. have to put a, a warning on the podcast if you go any further. <laughs> right? It's going to get real bad. Um. Anyway, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you are just beautiful. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, so I don't know. Tao's trying to convince me to get on Instagram. But I don't I know. Think- I mean, it will help your Facebook posts because they're like formatted. That's like true. You, they like link to each other. You could post on one and then post to the other. That's it's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. That I do understand that. So I don't know. Tell us, you know, go join the Facebook page first and tell us if we should be on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> or TikTok. I don't know. Let us know. I um, think you would make fantastic TikTok posts. I, oh, so much work. Um, I'm not saying it's not, but I think it would be fantastic. <laughs> I it would, I mean, it would, it would be fun, I think. Um, I don't know. I'm learning new technology, and I am not good with technology. Like, it just stresses me out. I'm not even that old. I'm just like, oh, why does everything have to change when I just learn how to do it this way? a whole podcast. That's more than I've done. I so. mean, yeah. I've got two. Not and... saying that I'm that, like... Um, electronically I don't know literate either <laughs> I'm pretty behind well, I think even, you even still I mean mm-hmm. podcasting is a whole different thing like I try mm. to make it a great you know sound but there's stuff that I'm still trying to learn like how to mix the volumes the right way and how to insert clips and what are the rules and what you know um although I will say I love when I can put like a like a commercial clip in or like a 
um, a quote from a movie and stuff like that. Like, I find that really fun because I think it just breaks up the show a little bit. But mm-hmm. it kind of depends on what you're talking about, too. So um, I have a lot of really cool stuff planned coming up for the rest of the year. So just get prepared. Remember that June is Pride Month and we'll have a couple episodes during that month with some awesome people that I know in okay. the community and doing some good mm-hmm. things. And then... Uh, July is my birthday month, so you know what that means. It means content all month long. Uh, we really? might even, yes, yes. Um, I bring on some special guesties who have known me forever and we talk. And then I also, um, might do a special holiday song day Sunday episode because it's my birthday and maybe I want you to know one of my favorite songs, uh, which is always a fun time. And then, you know, we're already prepping for the Halloween shows, there's a lot working on that, um, and I can't talk about it, but if it works the way that I want it to, it's going to be exciting, because, um, you know, it's time for the Halloween Spooktacular <laughs> Part 2. So, it's my horrible Dracula impression. I think. Um, Why would you say that about that? I, I don't know. <laughs> don't talk about my friend like that, okay? Oh my god, I love Be you. Be nice to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have, you know, Christmas. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll have some really awesome Christmas episodes too. And don't forget, you know, um, keeping the old tide gay with Gason is a monthly Christmas podcast. And I have seen you spike in those numbers, and I appreciate all of you that are listening to that ridiculous show, uh, where it's me and a uh, gaggle of characters. We have Mrs. Claus, we have uh, Drag Queen Christmas Carol. Naughty Ned the Elf, and um, if you haven't listened to April's episode, comes out on the 24th of each month, if you haven't listened to April, you have to, because I explore the tradition in Catalonia, in Spain, of, I'm not kidding, the Christmas poop log. That's right, poop, Mm. as in fecal. Um, it is a, an amazing tradition, and I cannot wait to teach it to people here. Um, so if you want to know why it's called the Poop Log, and trust me right now, you do. I'm not giving it away. You need to go listen uh, to the show, and uh, I promise it'll be worth your time. It's a good time. So, oh, Tao. I've been going for like 15 minutes on this intro. Um <laughs> What are you drinking tonight? Because, you know, we either have our guests have a cocktail or a mocktail. And um, what are you? You got something fancy over there, right? Yes. Um, well, you? I mean, not fancy to me, but I guess mm. to other people, it uh, might be fancy, you know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I have a Perrier La Orange flavor. <laughs> it's a mocktail. I didn't uh, realize that Kyle was suddenly on the podcast again. We, I guess we're like the same person. Uh, and yeah didn't you call kyle pretentious <laughs> i said that i'm like kyle and you called him pretentious <laughs> <laughs> so i guess i called myself pretentious <laughs> oh my gosh well uh it sounds delicious uh i guess um <laughs> I I gave up soda when I was on the road, and um, sparkling water was, like, what I went towards next mm-hmm. um, in my effort to give up soda, so I really got hooked on them, and I drink them a lot now. Not specifically Perrier, but, it, I mean, of course. I should try that to get rid of my soda addiction. 
I'm doing really well. I'm down to like one soda a day. It just depends on the ounces, but my husband became um we found out he was diabetic not oh. too terribly long ago but he had such a bad soda habit like he mm. could finish a 12 pack in like a day if i let him oh, it was God. so yeah. bad i can totally mm. get i could see that yeah um oh. I just love a good soda. I love a Pepsi. Oh <laughs> I can't anymore. Um, it gives me um, the tummy rumbles. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, your body's not, you got all that toxic out of you. I mean, let's be honest. Soda's not healthy. So, like, no. If you thought soda was healthy, I'm sorry to give you a spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. deadly, actually. I, but I get well, the bell cheese. <laughs> I am going to talk about mine that I just made tonight. Um, I was in the kitchen and I was like, oh, I got to get on with Tao. And I was like, what kind of cocktail should I make? Should I start season two off with, an, uh, you know, the original Jason, which is uh, regular coconut Malibu mixed with um, Diet Coke and a lime wedge? And I was like, yeah, it sounds really good. And then I realized that, A, I don't have any Diet Coke and B, I haven't bought any fresh limes lately. So, you know, guess going to the store tomorrow. And I thought, OK, what do I got? And I was like, okay, you've got some orange juice, you've got some cranberry juice, and you've got like 15 different bottles of Malibu because people keep buying it for you, and I love it. I'm never going to tell you to stop. <laughs> I have not had to spend my own money on Malibu in a very long time. So um, it got two because I said it twice. So this time around, I took an ounce of mango Malibu, two ounces of my favorite Malibu right now, which is strawberry Malibu. And then I mixed in some orange juice and about an ounce or so of uh, cranberry juice. And it's really cool before it mixes up because, like, the cranberry juice kind of does, like, this cool little swirl down to the bottom. And then as you move it around, it starts to mix. So I'm calling it my Cranberry Swirly Malibu cocktail tonight. And um, it's so good that I have to actually sip it. Because otherwise, um, I will have it done in uh, the next 10 minutes because I really enjoy the flavor. The... That's my favorite type of drink where it tricks you into mm -hmm. being drunk. Well, and it's also, in my mind, it's a healthy cocktail because <laughs> there's orange juice and cranberry juice. So I'm getting vitamin C and it'll make me pee later. Bonus! No UTIs for you. Good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway... I definitely um, would suggest making yourself a little uh, cranberry swirly cocktail. And uh, if you follow along on, on the Facebook page, by the way, uh, Mondays, we do put up our Malibu Monday recipes. So it might be a recipe that I found or a recipe that I've tried or one I've even created myself. And you can find lots of Malibu content. Hold on, I got to do it twice. On the, uh, on, on the Facebook page. So, you know, gagging with Jason. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, and it, I don't know. I love a good cocktail. Um, while I host the show, it calms my nerves a little bit, which who would ever thought that I'm nervous, but I get, you know, I get nervous y'all. I'm not a little guy. I'm not really little. Am I, you know, I'm kind of short. Are you? Yeah, I'm only five. Listen, they asked me the other day when I went to the eye doctor, they were asking all kinds of questions and it was getting on my nerves, but whatever. I had to get new contacts. And I forget how we got on the topic of my height, but it was something about my height. And I was like, well, it depends. And the, <laughs> she looked at me and I was like, on a good day, when I just get up, I'm 5'8". But by the end of the day, I'm 5'7". 
I've never seen you in real life, only on a webcam. So in my mind, you're like super tall. Oh, great. <laughs> can I also be super young too? Not like illegal young, but like young. Yeah, you can be young. You can never tell me your age and you'll great. be young to forever in my mind. How I tall do you it. think I am? I'm five. Sure. I'm trying to think of everything you stand up on camera. I'm going to say five, six, five, seven. Oh, that's sweet. I'm five, two. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. My husband is six two, so we're like exactly a foot apart. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, it makes pictures really weird because like you can only see like the ha- half of the top of my head, and then like <laughs> yeah, it's like scrunched down. Yeah, so that's why all our pictures are like that because I'm short. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it makes me wonder the people that I've not got to meet in real life what it's gonna be like when I do because I'm always like, am I gonna recognize people even though I've seen them on camera? Like, am I gonna recognize people? <laughs> Because I've taught so many people and I didn't get that chance to like physically be in person. So it's kind of like, oh, am I going to remember everyone? I hope so. Um, but who knows if we ever get to go back in the office. I don't know. I think Ab- your well, team no. will go back well before mine. Oh, don't say that. I'm just <laughs> I don't want to. Well, I, I, I only know work at home life now. So I, I don't think I can. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people aren't wanting to take new jobs that don't allow them to work from home. That's an actual new trend that's happening. I, I've, I've honestly been looking. And that was used to be one of my requirements, but now I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't know. Maybe I'll take whatever I can get. True, true. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that is my requirement going forward. I don't know if my boss will let me have that requirement, but it's mine. The other day I was like, can I just stay working from home forever? And he's like, don't you want to travel? Yeah. He's like, Do you well, get I to have fun to... when you travel, to... though? Not. I mean, I could if I wanted to, but I'm a professional. Mm. You know, I try not to um, go crazy. I haven't traveled in like a year and a half. Only so, reason to travel is to go crazy, Jason. I know, but I also have to remember that I'm the star of the show the next day, and <laughs> I can't be hungover trying to train people on what it means to be a new employee. Like, that's, I don't know. I think you could. You can just invite them with the drinks with you. Absolutely not. <laughs> so they have, so they're also in the same position no. as you are. And that that was, is, no. no, okay. Absolutely not. Um, I guess that doesn't make the idealist, the most ideal employee. So. Yeah, you know, it's a little, it's um probably crossing the line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like we haven't talked in a while, but I just talked to you like two weeks ago. And really? And we chat randomly in at work <laughs> because of Kyle creating the pretentious group. Um, <laughs> I only know that he is going to um, listen to this episode and be like, did you call me pretentious that many times? And then he's going to tell me that I sound like this weird YouTube thing he sent me the other day when I do my voice like that, but... Honestly, though, we did talk a few weeks ago because I, I wanted to make sure you got the opportunity to come on and tell me how awesome I was doing with hosting the show. Yes, um, I think I did and, well at that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you and I started to have a really off the mic, like heartfelt, in-depth discussion about things that are happening in the world right now, especially mm-hmm. here in the United States, regarding the Asian American community. And I asked you if you would be comfortable if we could talk about it on the show, because I think it's 
it's so important right now to hear voices. And while my show may not be, um, you know, like getting thousands of downloads a day, the people that listen would appreciate hearing what's going on. And um, I think the listeners that we do have that may not know me personally that have followed along the show would appreciate it too. And Tao and I just kind of started talking about it. And I was like, let's, let's go on the show and talk about it. Um, and we haven't really prepared what we were going to talk about either. Cause I was like, I don't know. No, um, I, <laughs> I want to represent, but I'm also worried. I mean, like, you know, the older you get, the more stupid you feel. That's how yeah. I am. That's how <laughs> so I feel I, every episode of the show. Yeah. I absolutely hope that, um, I represent the Asian community well. And I don't, I, I feel like whenever I speak about it, and that's the case a lot when I'm in our environment, like um, in St. Charles, Missouri, which is kind of like the buckle of the Bible belt, um, where <laughs> I, whenever I am somewhere, I represent an entire community. Like there's just not that much diversity. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I grew up is just, what I said was what people thought of Asian people there on out, you know? And um, it's not something that you think about when it happens, but when people say things like, oh, I asked my Asian friend and they were okay with it when things are offensive to me. Mm -hmm. um, That's when you realize like, yeah, you represent the Asian communities to other people, which is frightening. uh, But it's, it's important to recognize I, on a, on a, with a similarity, not mm-hmm. at the same level, but, you know, being the token gay friend of a, of a yeah. straight group mm-hmm. or somebody saying, oh, well, my other gay friend thought it was funny. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. we're all different. And, um, it's, it's hard even with what I do, like, you know, in the multiple mm-hmm. roles that I, that I have with different organizations, I always feel like, um, I am the token representation, which is really hard yeah. to live up to that. They're like, well, don't you know what this term means? Mm-hmm. Like, Not necessarily. You know, I'm educating myself every day. You should be too, but don't just assume that we all, one, that we're all not offended by the same things. And two, that we, that we speak for an entire demographic of people. Cause that's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Um, so let's 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 just jump in. You told me a very frightening statistic uh, right before we started about uh, crimes against Asian Americans and how much it has risen. Do you mind sharing that again? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the crimes against Asian Americans have risen. I, I believe it said nineteen hundred percent. And Which, first of all, that shouldn't even be a percentage. That's no, insanity. it should not. Mm-hmm. Like. There are people who still don't believe as well, like that it's happening. (sighs) Those are people that get their, never mind. I'm trying not to be political tonight. I am am trying not to go on to a whole new (laughs) level here. I mean, even after that shooting at the nail shop, um, they, there were still people that like, I knew that thought like just, believed in blindly what the media said or what this particular part of the media said and saying that it wasn't Asian hate. So yeah, um, it's, 
it's heartbreaking, really. Especially when you realize that a lot of it is um, targeting Asian elderly people. Um, mm-hmm. And for most Asian elderly people, the, the ones that I know, it's very, they've almost, they've, they've always like held onto their struggles and to not inconvenience others. And for me to see that they are being targeted it is, it is heartbreaking. It, it's such cowardice mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, in general, like we shouldn't be targeting anybody. Like that's just insane to me um, that you are so uneducated that you would think it's okay to physically assault or verbally assault someone uh, based on their race or their age um, or their sexuality or their identity. I mean, let's be honest, we can talk about them all, but it's just the, the sheer audacity that you think attacking someone in their, you know, eighties gives you Mm -hmm. some kind of cred with people like, yeah, I, you know, did this. I would look at you like you are the, I just, I, oh my gosh, I I don't even, the words I want to say, I'd have to bleep out because it's, (laughs) I just don't get it. I don't get, I don't get human behavior, um, as a gay man, because I know Mm -hmm. what it's like to be targeted based on that. Um, but I can, I can try to hide that. You can't hide your race, mm-hmm. right? Like there's, I mean, like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I. It's been a super, super, um, 2020 was super, super uh, anxiety filled for me. Um, my husband happens to be black as well. And it was coronavirus hit. And then um, BLM escalated extremely. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, constant anxiety it was it was pretty bad <laughs> i i was looking up some some stats while you and i mm-hmm. were talking earlier um before the show started and i just wanted to read some of this and this is coming from the um pew research center mm-hmm. and it said that um eight in ten asian americans say that violence against them in the united states is increasing which if you don't believe that i, I can't i i'm still surprised that people don't believe that mm-hmm. um 45% of the Asian Americans that they polled experienced at least one incident um, of violence or verbal assault. Um, 16% of those said that they were told to go back to their home country. 14% of the respondents were uh, told that they were to blame for the coronavirus. Um, 27% have been subject to racial slurs or jokes. And it's it's frightening to me that in the year 2021, this is where we are. It I just, I don't know, it blows my mind. Yeah. Um, after the, the shooting at the nail shop happened, I literally had to have, like, <laughs> the racism talk with my mother. And it wasn't really ever a talk that she had with me. Um, Whenever it was me, it was more like a pride thing. Like, I wasn't... I didn't have enough pride in my heritage as, as like, a a young... As a kid, I I didn't. I wanted to fit in. I didn't want 
to have these traits. And of course, when I grew older, um, I, I had, I, I grew more to love that part of myself, but I had to basically sit down my mother and tell her like, I, I don't, I'm scared for you. Like, I want you to protect yourself. I, I like begged her to carry pepper spray with her and like a taser because she is always out and about um, shopping because she's an extreme couponer. And yes, she is. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh my <laughs> and gosh. I love it about her. Yeah. She's a little, she's a little crazy, but yeah, she, it's, and I want her to continue living her life, but oh my gosh, it was, I, I just don't want her to upset somebody and them take that on on her. And there's just so much tension that is just frightening that some she could say this wrong thing, she could say the right things, and it could it just they could just take it that way. And the things that happen to other people's family could happen to mine. Now, is most of your family here in the St. Louis area? Um, I have family throughout the U.S. I did have like a close-knit bunch of family but now like the kids that are my age have mostly moved away i have um like cousins in, like arizona and a lot in california um and like a cousin in michigan so yeah a lot of the family is here in the states and they've all been in st louis at, at some time <laughs> have they noticed or have they experienced what's been going on yeah they've um i think well definitely yes they and it's i don't know i I, i'm not them so i i don't have that their like exact experiences but they whenever the virus hit it was like eyes were on you and it felt like people were blaming you just by looking at you. And it was so, so tense. Like my cousin said that she didn't feel safe just like carrying her baby in the store. And me, um, I was on the road at the time. Um, and my husband's a trucker. We were on the road. We were at a truck stop and these truckers, uh, we're just like talking loudly about them not being able to get any freight or being able to move because of things that were happening in China and the coronavirus slowing everything down. And they had made some remark about this Chinese virus. And I knew that they saw me. I knew that like, it, they didn't say it to me. But it certainly was for me to hear. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, and we're not on camera, but I wish you could see my face because it's just getting angry. Um, okay. Uh, it just makes me mad. Like, I just, because I'm thinking about, you know, I watched a clip of our, and I hate to even give him the title, but our former president and, and the things that he said and the way that he blamed. Mm-hmm. the virus and just some of the the phrases that were used mm-hmm. and it's just so appalling to see someone in that position use phrases like that like there are some that i i'm not gonna repeat any of them 
But there was one that actually, like, if I had pearls, I would have clutched them. Like, I, I, I remember <laughs> audibly gasping when I heard it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. What was it like growing up in, you know, we live in a, we're not in a small town by any means. We're in a city. We're not as big as, as like, St. Louis. But we're in a, we're in a, we're in a decent sized city. Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up in um... the Midwest? So there, I lived in St. Louis for part of my life, and then I lived in um, St. Charles. I think I lived for the biggest hunk of my adolescence. And I actually, um, when I was younger, um, <laughs> I'm first generation Asian American, and my parents didn't speak English to me when I was in elementary school or going into it, and I didn't know my name going into school um i went by so many names i have my vietnamese name which is tao and i had a chinese name was joshing and then i had an american name um that i guess they made up for me after they saw how much i struggled because i went to school everybody called me by different things and i was i I came up to my mom one day i was like mom what's my name (laughs) yeah and um so I was Angie for my basically my entire school career until I graduated high school. Um, and then after oh, okay. after that, I decided to own my name. And that Angie was the part of my life where like I didn't have the pride, the the love for the culture as much as I do now. I let things slide. I let the racism slide. And after I and in high school, I was like, no, I, I'm Tao now. Like, it, we're two different people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember on some points, like, Tao is an extremely simple name. It's T-H-A-O. It's only four letters. It's one syllable. And people basically struggled with that you you could tell if they were going to struggle with that. And then the correlation between struggle with that and the rest of, I guess, my identity. Um, some people be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you go by Angie. You're, you seem so much like more like an Angie. Wow. Uh, yes. And then there hey, are other... Wh- what does that mean? You <laughs> exactly. You so more like an Angie. I know. Like, I, I don't know what that means. Um. <laughs> It's just a random name. My mom like picked it because there was a girl on the show and she was smart, and that was her name. <laughs> like she wanted me to be smart, and that's all she ever wanted for me. And then I went by Tao, and I remember I was shopping, and it was Victoria's Secret. It's so silly. At Victoria's Secret, they I don't know if they do this anymore. I haven't shopped there in so long. Um, they used to write your name on like the door of wherever you, um, whatever you went to the fitting room, right? And I told her my name was Tao. And she literally refused to say it. And I, I didn't do it in, like, an aggressive way. Or I, I wasn't, like, trying to be judgmental. I was like, my name's Tao. It's just Tao. It rhymes with wow. And she just shook her head at me. Like, completely frightened to, I guess, butcher my name. Or, like, mess it up. And I feel like that is 
a pretty good representation <laughs> of my insanity. Yeah. I mean, well, honestly, I'll be honest. I was like, okay, I have Tao in class. I went out and researched pronunciation because I like to do that with names in general of names that I don't know. Okay. So there's like, you know, you can go to a YouTube channel or there can be mm-hmm. a phonetic channel and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, it's Tao. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. And I think I even said that to you. I was like, I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. So tell me if I'm wrong. Um, and then when he was like, it's Tao rhymes with wow. I was like, okay, great. Then I'm doing it right. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I don't want to, you know, I, mm-hmm. I am aware enough to say, I don't want to mess up somebody's name. Just like, I don't want to mess up somebody's gender. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with their pronouns either. Like I, I want to be respectful of you as an individual mm-hmm. and I'm not going to just give somebody a nickname because I can't pronounce their name or not call on you in class because how does that help you learn? It's so ridiculous. But, um, and I, I just, I'm so surprised in it, but I'm not, Never mind. I'm not surprised. I should say that I'm not surprised in retail or just in Missouri <laughs> that we would, intentionally refused to pronounce somebody's name. <laughs> so that was just the one girl. I mean, honestly, um, well, otherwise... She was awful. He, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I count... I don't think she was being it, doing it and to be mean. I think okay. she was just so nervous about something different. And then the other part about growing up different is that, and I'm sure if you experienced this, um, is your identity is entertainment. So yep. let's say they find out that I'm Asian, I'm half Chinese, half Vietnamese. And, oh, they'll be like, oh, say something in Chinese. And, and it's not outwardly racist or anything like that. It's just my culture isn't your entertainment. Like, I shouldn't have to amuse you by proving, like, my background to you, you know? And it it was, and there are a lot of Asian Americans that don't even speak Chinese. So what do you think of them? I just kind of always, it always frustrated me. Or when people just assumed that I didn't speak English. Because I remember working, and they became my friends, but they're like, when I saw you, I just didn't know if you were going to, you were to speak English. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Um, I, and then that's not a bad thing if you don't speak English, but it's just, I don't know it what type of mindset. I, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's, it's bad to assume. It's, I just don't know what type of mindset you have and that this is a fear that you have. <sighs> Well, first of all, I want to say that I loved what you said a second ago, that, that my culture isn't your entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, to me, that speaks volumes across the board. Like, it just mm-hmm. does. Like, whether it's LGBTQ+, if it's African-American, um, like, Canadian. Like, I just sit here and I, and I think about all the times that, even in high school, I remember the one thing that used to just annoy me. Every time we got a foreign exchange student, inevitably, somebody would always say, say something dirty in your language. How do I say this in your language? And it's like, that's that's what you want? You mm-hmm. don't get to know this person at all. You just want to know how to say bitch in French. I mean, you could probably ask the French teacher because you are one, so she'll probably tell you. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. you know, like, I just, mm-hmm. I think that's great in the fact that you're like, my culture isn't your entertainment. Yeah. You can learn from my culture, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm here to perform for you. Right. You know, I'll never forget. I had a girl once we had just met. She was the friend of a friend and we were all out drinking and she was like, oh my God, I just really love your personality. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. And she was like, I really need a gay friend to go shopping Ugh, and I, I would that. love you to go shopping with me. And I remember I, I wasn't even polite. I go, I don't like to shop. <laughs> Because I don't like that's mm-hmm. just not my thing. Like I don't care about clothes. I, you know, if it's you want to go shopping Absolutely. for some He-Man toys, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I will go to a toy show. But just to make that assumption and have that prejudice inside of you, that's like, oh, say something in your language, or oh, come shopping. It's just uh, be sassy. That's the other one. Oh, can you be? Sa- can you read somebody? I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm informed. No, you're not. Ugh. Um. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, just... I I feel you. I feel you, Jason. <laughs> I, do, I know what you mean. I don't think I've ever had anybody put it in those words. I just love it. I think that that's uh, just a really brilliant statement. Yeah, and it, it goes along with being representing your culture whenever you're in an area that's not particularly diverse or there isn't a lot of whatever you are in that area. It's just you you have to meet their expectations while also it's more about meeting their expectations rather than like representing who you actually are. I think it, it, they don't actually expect you to show who you are really. It's just show me what I want to see kind of deal. Yeah. (laughs) Show me the cartoon version because that's what I want. I want to be able to caricature of yourself. I can't say that word. That's the word I wanted to say. But Caricature. I can't, say I, it's, I can't pronounce it. I'm not even going to try. Oh, okay. Um, I just, it's, it's a, I struggle with that word every time. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to say it anymore. Cartoon sounds great. <laughs> yes. Um, but also, you know, I, I think in, in ways too, like, we're getting better. You and I kind of talked about this a little bit too. Mm-hmm. We're getting, there's, there's more representation in the media. Mm-hmm. But is it the right representation? I think I don't. I don't know who calls the shots, mm-hmm. but I. I don't know that whoever is is always portraying. It's kind of like show me what I want to see kind of yep. deal. Same thing. I don't think they're actually trying to portray what things are, and fan. Uh, <sighs> I think we can. We have a long way to go. I want to see people in the show being who they are, having their um, ethnicity, sexuality, or identity, whatever, whoever you are, being represented and not actually being a story point. It's just who you are. <laughs> right. Well, and I think about movies like well, Crazy Rich Asians made... Mm-hmm box office but it was a it was a box office bonanza mm-hmm. and what what were your feelings on that movie i thought i i wish i had money <laughs> do you feel like it adequately represented the culture appropriately <laughs> um kind of <laughs> okay. somewhat okay. um um yes on a lot of levels i think that there were a lot of things that Yes, like 
Chris, have you ever watched Bling Dynasty on Netflix? No, you told me I need to, and I am yes. it, and I have I haven't even watched the new season of The Circle, and Kyle's probably annoyed. Um, it is but... crazy rich Asians, but in like real life, okay. like okay. super. These Asian families, they're super. They have like traditions, and like they follow their, their traditions, and then also they're like modern, and they like also kind of explore this part of Buddhism that you don't really see representative represented in media. So it, it, it's very interesting to see. Um, but yeah, it's basically crazy rotations. <laughs> interesting. Okay. What, if you could um, create a show, what, what would you want to see regarding your culture? Like how would you want an Asian American character portrayed or not even Asian American, just an, you know, someone who is of Asian um, descent. Like what would you, what do you think would be better than what we have now? So here in my mind, I want to see, no, I, I feel like I, I, I don't have a solution in my mind i just want to see um what you would see in like diverse people getting along i like just a representation of not sorry i need to edit that okay um i want to see just threw you on the spot with that one yeah (laughs) i want to see people not being plot points with their identity um, like the gay best friend. I don't want to see that stereotype. I just want to see someone that's gay doing their <laughs> doing their thing, whether they be yep. the star of the show, whether they're being in the background and being gay. Like they don't have to be the center point because they are gay. Um, I want to see same thing for Asian and experience their culture. Like I, that's why I want to see and um. You've probably... I, I don't think you've ever watched this because I, I feel like I brought it up and you said I haven't watched it. Um, Steven Universe. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, well... <laughs> oh, horrible gay. You're you're fine. The main... One of the main characters, her name is Connie, and... Yes! Okay, so I've seen, like, four episodes. I'll be yes. honest, I've seen four. Okay. Connie Maheshwarn, I believe is her last name, and she, I believe, is of Indian descent. And it is never brought up. Never, ever brought up. And you can see, like, little things in the background. Like, you can see some wedding pictures of her mother and father and, like, her in one episode. Like, her mother's in, like, traditional garb. But, and she obviously has these, like, more Indian features. I'm guessing. I'm, oh, my God. I'm so guessing. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Um, (laughs) But she, it's just never brought up. It's never a plot point. And I think that's beautiful. Why can't it just be like that? Like we we recognize it as beautiful and in the culture we recognize it as it's different, but it's not the driving plot point. Ah, it's like you're you're speaking for me. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that <sighs> there's like this thing in Hollywood now where mm-hmm. it's like we got to make sure we check every box, right? Mm-hmm. Which is great because we're getting representation. Right. But we're not necessarily getting all the best. Now, it's getting better for 
the LGBTQ community in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but in other things, like, I remember seeing shows growing up where, like, the gay was always a whore. Like, just sleeping around. <laughs> and not not everyone is like that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong if you're being sex positive. Like, live your life. Um, enjoy yourself. Be safe. That's mm-hmm. all I will say. Enjoy yourself and be safe. But... I think part of the problem with the media in general is like just media in general is that if we have to be careful not to stereotype culture and speaking as a gay man, a lot of the shows that I grew up with and a lot of the movies, it was full of nothing but stereotypes. And so when you have those stereotypes and you have people who are not, my gosh, I'm going to get, I'm trying to think of the nicest way to put this. Who are not educated enough to realize that that is a cartoon version of a human being. Yes. Then you go with the assumption now that that is how all people who fit in that category are going to act, behave, look, talk, walk, whatever. Mm -hmm. You're basing it off of that. And I feel like... Again, who's responsible for that? Who's allowed that to happen? And and who's the voice that's saying no? Because if there's somebody not saying no, then it's going to continue, right? Because there's got to be somebody that's like, hey, you cannot keep doing this. I think that people are. I mean, yes, there there definitely people are. I, I feel like, um, I I think that people are. There's like one part of the audience that are like, I like these representations. Why does everybody say what I like is bad? (laughs) Okay, for instance, um, I got into a huge argument um, with somebody, and do you remember Lady and the Tramp? Yeah. Have you seen a live-action one? No, I didn't. They replaced the Siamese Cat song. They did what? They replaced the Siamese Cat song. Oh, like the troublemaking Siamese cat that yes, were I yeah I remember like, from the cartoon yeah so so racist yeah like played the dun 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 that yep. type of melody played a literal gong yep and made it so that these troublemakers uh, were these Asian stereotype cat stereotype yep. as cats and. When the new song came out, it was so cute, and it didn't have that. It didn't have the hurtful message for our future generations. And the older generation was like, "This is why are you messing with my childhood? I love this." And um, like you realize that companies like Disney—it's a global company—they need to represent everybody, not just you and your feelings are hurt. Because we didn't keep in the racism for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you, I understand that things are different, but we're more aware about socially, we're more aware about our audience, we're more aware about what they need and what they want to see. So just because they don't show you what your idealized version of your childhood is, mm-hmm. of whatever nostalgia you have, that sparkly... I don't know, rusticy brown yellow picture that you keep in a photo album. That's not life for other people. Like they had to deal with the other the other parts of what you enjoyed and like 
You know what I mean, right? <laughs> I do because I am. So one of the projects I'm working on just for my own personal self is I'm mm-hmm. going through my, my DVD collection. Yes, I still have movies on DVD. And I am going through and having like honest conversations with myself saying, okay, why is this movie, does this movie still speak to you now as it did in your early 20s? Because we change. We just change. Every decade, you are going to change, mm-hmm. hopefully, because that's how you grow. Yes. And so there are movies that I have that I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, this is still a great message. And I think I mentioned it on other podcasts, but I don't remember. Um, the original 12 Angry Men and how it's still the same. It's still powerful performances, but I see it on a whole different level as the age of the the general age of the people in that room now. That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm in that middle age bracket now. And... And I, I, I see things a little bit from that point of view. And, and it just made that movie, honestly, ten times better. Because I get it from a different point of view now. Um, but there are other movies that I have that I'm like, oh my god, I love this movie so much. But there's a scene in it that's so horrible. Mm. How how do I get rid of that scene? And, and then part of me is like, do we do we get rid of that scene or do we use that scene as a teachable moment? Like wh- where do we draw the line? And, and part of me is like, okay, you know what? This scene offends me so much though, that I just, it taints my version of this movie and I no longer want it. Um, and it's hard to, to go through that. Cause you have these emotional attachments to things, but I, I'm at a different point in my life where I'm like, this is so harmful and hurtful and, and it's made from a place where it was... Now, granted, a lot of these movies are old. And, you know, listen, you and I both know we, we are students of life. And we know that a lot of horrible stuff passed for okay. Uh, I the, let things pass for myself. Stuff. I let things pass for other people that I would never, ever let mm. pass now. Like, never, ever. I would... Yeah. <laughs> no yeah no I understand I have completely different expectations on how I let people treat me and how mm-hmm. what I deem as respect I think yeah I agree I the Jason that's Jason now is a complete different Jason from Jason 20 years ago Jason 30 years ago. I'm not giving away my age. I'm 41. <laughs> I'll give it away. I'm 41, but I surely don't look it. Um, I wouldn't have. You didn't have to tell me. You were young forever. I never met you, Jason. <laughs> I'm I'm still going to be young forever. For, wait, I can't sing that song. We don't have the rights to it. Um, I was going to sing Forever Young. Uh, I turned 30 but, next um, year. Next month on the 2nd. In case oh, you want to send me a birthday present. <laughs> Um, yeah, is I'm going to Chicago <laughs> okay. and I'm going to, um, get like a three hour massage. Oh, nice. I know. Very nice. Oh, nice. I'm going to the Van Gogh art exhibit as well. The immersive one. Ooh. So excited. That's very cool. Yes. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was thinking like, sorry, yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Cause I was like, oh, I want to go to the immersive van. It's coming to St. Louis. Oh, is it? It All is. Right, well, let's it go. is. We'll go together because we'll both be a hundred percent by then. I'm yes. Sure. Um, but that actually kind of makes sense. Then this is where I was going. We make a choice mm-hmm. 
to learn and grow. And it's up to each individual to make that choice, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for the individuals that are like, oh, you ruined my favorite scene. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry I'm making you talk like that, but that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> if a racist song makes you mad, and not because it's racist, but because they took it out, and they're, they're changing the paste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You want to know why? Because you should have back then. Back then you should have said, hey, Walt, this is not okay. <laughs> but instead you ran around being horrible. Um, but at some point we make a choice as to where we decide to start to learn about other cultures. And I know that my journey in the past probably decade um, really has been looking at like my own past behavior and things that I've said and things that I allowed to be said around me. Um, and yeah, I'm ashamed of some of that behavior. Absolutely. Well, most of it. Um, (laughs) but I've also taken the time to kind of try and learn and grow from that. And I'm not the most diverse individual. I'm still learning new things about cultures every day. Um, and honestly, education truly is the only way things, it's really the only way things will ever change, I think. Like, you've, mm-hmm. you've got to have a loud voice. I'm sorry. Um, but you need to be able to communicate effectively. There's a difference between just having a loud voice and communicating effectively. Sometimes you got to be loud to be heard. But when you're heard, then you have to be able to communicate effectively. Because you can't just be a yeller. People shut down, right? So we have to learn how to communicate better. But... You do need that loud voice that someone to stand up there and say, this is wrong. And now that I've got your attention, let me tell you why it's wrong. Right? <laughs> and you've got some people that are just like, oh, you're just taking away everything that makes America, America. Mm-hmm. No. What we're trying to do is say, hey, this is a huge country. We all have a spot here. And we all bring really awesome things to it. Like, I always hear people are like, let's ship them gays off to another country. What? You know, oh, yeah, I've heard that said. What? People sit with you in their presence and they know that you Um, were gay? There have been some sketch places I have been in my life. Oh, no, no, no. And I was like, I need to leave. I'm with other people. I just bought this Um, pin, uh, an enamel pin, mm -hmm. um, that says, make racists afraid again. And that's how I feel about that person Uh, who said that to you. Make him afraid to say that out loud. Yeah. Back then, then they weren't. And I always wanted to be like, you know what? Yeah, that's cool. Ship us off. uh, Because here's what's going to happen. Uh, fashion is going to drop because we're not going to give you great ideas. Um, your entertainment scene is going to die down. Like, you don't realize the cultural influences that other cultures bring to you by making stupid comments like that. Well, we should just ship them all back. Whatever group you want to put in that phrase. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and you're like, God, do you, do you hear what you say? Do you Do you have any idea what that would even do? I just, I don't know. And I, I think, I was really excited. I can't wait to go to Disneyland this year. I'll be honest, and, Jason. Uh, yes. The people who say that, things like that, I honestly, I don't, they don't sound like they're into fashion. <laughs> this is accurate. They're like, yes. They probably um, <laughs> watch the same shows from, that aired in like, I don't know, the 40s or 30s. Oh. Uh, I mean, they probably, well, yeah. Oh, I was ready to, to name some shows off, and I was like, mm. um, <laughs> no, but 
<laughs> I'm so excited to go to Disneyland, and then I really want to go to Disney World, um, because Disney World is updating the, um, oh my gosh, I totally just lost it. They're updating one of the rides. Dress code. Oh, oh Splash Mountain. Oh, they are. They are. They're getting rid of the Song of the South vibe, and I, if I am correct... They're doing the princess and the frog instead. Oh yes, I heard about this. Yes, and okay. <laughs> people... I lost their minds about it, <laughs> and I was like, "Why are you mad?" Mm-hmm. First of all, half of you haven't even ever been to Disney World, so let's start there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second of all, it is a extremely racist movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember seeing it, and even as a kid being like, is that okay? <laughs> I remember saying that as a kid being like, that, what? I don't understand what's happening in this one. Like, oh, it hurts your little heart? Then don't go to Disneyland I don't, or Disney World. I don't want you there on the day I'm there anyway. I want to go to the happiest place on earth and not worry about somebody like you. You know that, um, I don't know if it's not Disney sanctioned, but. Um, in June, they always make it, I believe, where it's like gay, like gay days or like it's gay, gay pride. days. Yeah, it's gay, gay pride. Yeah. Yes. Um, I worked there uh, short, like for eight months, like Wait, the college program. Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World in Florida. Oh my God, I'm so jealous of your life. Uh, it was a job. It was. Um, it's the happiest place on earth, and don't you destroy it for me. You know what? I love there being my off days, but on my work days, it was it was another job. And um, recently, they updated the dress code where they would have inclusive hairstyles, and like you were allowed to see like tattoos. Mm, do you remember? Yeah, do you see a, that yeah. news? Yeah, yeah. And I remember how strict they were like they had charts they had um charts they had charts people had to like wear bandages over their tattoos or like um it it was pretty insane how strict it was like um you weren't around allowed to sit around guests that was one thing i remember (laughs) i mean i'm sure they're still enforcing a lot of those oh yeah absolutely but the uh (laughs) The inclusive hairstyles, that boggles my mind because have they not been letting black people have their hairstyles? I don't, I don't know. Like, when you say inclusive, that's, I'm sure they're not going for, like, unnatural colors yet because that doesn't seem like the realm that they're going for. But that boggles my mind that you can't let someone have their natural hairstyle if it if that is the case. And that's what it was. And I do not remember seeing anybody with, like, braids or anything like that. So it very well could have been. But that's a, you know what? When I go in September, hopefully, that's the plan, I will let you know. If you go, can yeah. you bring me back Disney pins? Yeah. I, I'll give you monies for them. I collect them. Oh, okay. I have... I have like 500 pins. I, yeah, no, I will, um, feed my habit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you just collect Disney pins? Specifically collect... Disney pins. And I try okay. to collect ones that are like limited edition. Um, but okay. yeah, I did that a ton. I think I literally traded. I, I would like go to the park every other day to trade pins like a crazy oh. person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, 
yeah, when we go, we're going to the He-Man convention in September. Oh, yeah, and, right. Um, if I remember correctly, I want to say Peter, the last time we went, Peter, um, who, guesty bestie Peter, he's been on a bunch of times, too. He's my He-Man friend. Um, I I hope I'm remembering correctly, but I feel like he bought a pin while we were there. Like, we were looking at some of the enamel pins and stuff. So, um, I wanted to buy some Christmas decorations, but I knew they would get killed on the plane. So, well, why? Um package for i you. just didn't feel like they were going to be packed safely like i oh. bought so much he-man stuff oh. like i was running out of room <laughs> listen when i go i sh- i that is like i said i hate shopping for clothes but by god you put me down you're like let's go shop for he-man i would i'm there credit card and cash in hand let's spend money i have um i'm really good at packing so i'll always like condense our trip like however many weeks we're going, I'll condense it into one carry-on, right? And then I'll come back oh, with no. a check-in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I have one. I don't even carry on it because I don't. I don't want to deal with it. Um, oh, because no. my carry-on bag is too big. I just check them. I think, or do I? Yeah, I don't do that anymore. When I went to London my first time, mm-hmm. um, it was like a snowstorm had happened and we had to like transfer flights, but we are checking our bags and we didn't get our clothes into London for three days. Oh gosh. Yeah. No. So I don't do I that mean, anymore. I carry like on my carry on, I do make sure I have all the necessities, but you know, here's the problem too, Tal. I should have just bought the stuff that I wanted while I was in Disneyland because I ended up having to ship. I bought so much He-Man stuff that it wouldn't fit in two suitcases and my carry on bag. So I ended up having to ship it anyway. Home. Oh, damn. I should have just bought it. Honestly, they'll ship inside really the stuff. stores too. Like they'll actually, like it's really convenient. And if you stay at a Disney hotel, they will like send it to your hotel's like gift shop for free, so you don't have to carry it around. They'll just oh, that's cute. Yeah, they'll have it waiting for you at your hotel for you. Uh, unfortunately, we are not at a Disney hotel, but um, oh. we're at the hotel where the convention's being held. Oh. Um, I'm very excited because not this weekend, but next weekend is when everything goes on. Like we get to see what the exclusives are for the show and then buy our tickets. And I am very excited. Um, First of all, I'm excited to travel and um, I am like basically fully vaccinated. I've got like another week and a half, I think is what we figured out to um, really start doing all the fun stuff again. But I get vaccinated Saturday for my second one and I am terrified, but I'm still going to do it. (laughs) We'll talk about it off the air because I don't want to tell people what I went through. Oh no. But I will just say as I, as I told people at work today, I was like, you know what? It was worth it. I want us to try to come back to, to normalcy mm-hmm. and just go get vaccinated. Okay. Just go do it. I'm terrified. I don't I'm care which one it. you get. Just go get it. I'm terrified even just for shots. Like I told the lady when I took my shot, I was like, so I am just going to act like I'm dead and not acknowledge you at all. Is that okay? With like no eye contact <laughs> whatsoever. And <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, okay, cool. And I just slouched back in my chair and like <laughs> dead eyed into the corner. <laughs> The, I got. I ended up getting the same nurse each time. Oh, really? Where I went, which was so funny. And she was like, "Okay, relax your arm." At the last one, and I go, "It is." And she was like, "Okay, well, um, no, because this is the exact opposite of relax. So you want to try again?" And I was like, "Oh, you're sassy. You and I are gonna get along great." <laughs> and she was like, "Great, now relax your arm." <laughs> and I go, "Okay, it is." And she was like, "Great," and then just just like, "Bam!" And I was like. She's like, big needle. And I was like, what? Is there wow. a big, bigger needle? No. Okay. Okay. 
I, I saw my husband do it first. I was like, I shouldn't have watched you. I should have gone yeah, first. Yeah, no, I don't like... I have to look away. I can't. Mm-hmm. I do like a little warning. She did not. I don't want any I warning. I think she knew better. I think that you should just not even acknowledge that you're touching me. Because if someone pinched me, I'd be like, ow, don't do that right. again. But if someone comes at me with a needle, I'm like, ah! Yeah. Listen, I will say this. I did get quite a few of the side effects that were mentioned. Oh, and, no. Um, the I... biggest one was being tired and... Um, I, uh, Kyle went the same day and we were talking and he's like, I feel like somebody shot me literally in the arm. Oh no. And I was like, it hurt like right after too. The other one, it took a bit to hurt. Um, but it, I mean, it's still a little tender still. And this was last Thursday, but, um, I, uh... I am, I'm not going to tell people not to go get it. Like just suffer through. But and the thing is this too, Tal, it just depends on you because, my parents got it, and all they got was a headache after the second one. Yeah, my mom had, like, an afternoon of not feeling good. And then afterwards, she's like, it was, like, literally between lunch and dinner. She was like, I'm just going to eat a light dinner or an early dinner because I don't feel good. I'm going to have to go to bed. And then she ate, and she's like, well, now I'm too full. And then after she digested, she's like, oh, I feel better now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, I'm not going to, honestly. Mm-hmm. When I felt better, it was instant. There was not a gradual feel better. It was just like, boom. Okay, you're good. I remember when my I needed a fever. And I remember the moment that I felt my fever drop. And I was like, but I shouldn't feel great. I just felt the the fever drop. Did you um, try to, like, drink a lot? of yeah. water like that i remember one girl on your podcast she said she, said she was drinking pedialyte i was like i'm gonna do that do you yeah. do anything like that i didn't drink pedialyte but i drank a ton of water the day of and the day before okay um and i'm then, gonna get me some pedialyte tomorrow <laughs> yeah i would um and then i just drank water the whole time i think you know normally i gotta have a little caffeine but i don't think i had any caffeine I'm just the Friday after stock up on like a ton yeah. of food so I don't have to move. I can just like shovel food into my mouth. I wasn't even hungry. Until oh, really? I felt better. Yeah. Like, I don't think I ate. If I remember right, I think I finally had dinner at like nine o'clock on Friday night. Like, and I, and I think I had like a bowl of soup, uh, maybe a couple hours before then, but I barely ate anything because I just wasn't, I wasn't hungry. So. Well, that would be nice. One nice side effect for me. <laughs> I mean, then I pigged out. Let's be honest. Oh, oh. I'm a bear cub for a reason. <laughs> I like food. Um, for my, I only had my first shot, and um, my arm swelled up, and mm. it was like someone had shoved a couple carrot sticks under my skin, <laughs> and it was like a fever spot. It was it was so weird. I felt like lethargic for like mm-hmm. like four days. In... Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. Um, I felt better each day, but um, the fr- like Friday was the worst. Well, actually, overnight Thursday night was the worst, and then I was so tired. You ever get so tired you can't sleep? Is that just me? Um, like you want to go to bed, but you can't. Like your body is just so exhausted, you can't even like rest. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Yeah, weird. I feel like. Whenever I just am really retired, I don't think that's a reason. I'm just like, can't get comfortable. And it's just like so frustrating that you can't sleep. I get that. Yeah. I mean, I just was like, okay. So then I slept in a little bit on Saturday and Saturday I started feeling great. Like honestly. And then yesterday was like Sunday, which 
because it's Monday when we're recording, everybody. Um, <laughs> I just gave out my timeline. Um, I felt great this morning. Like, I was up, bouncy, and just, you know, be like, I feel good. I mean, uh, my arm is still a little sore to the touch, but um, the redness has gone down dramatically than what it was before, and I don't know. Listen, go through it and <laughs> take the day off work and, and live your best life. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to travel. I'm excited to do all the things that basically I put off. I mean, COVID happened whenever we were on the road. And one of the the only good thing about being on the road was being able to see new places. And it just like mm-hmm. yanked that out from under me. Like my only joy that plus the racism made me not go out. <laughs> and the added bonus of racism. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah! Yeah. This has been tough. I love having you on the show. I just want to keep having you on. I'm glad. Uh, it's a good time. I want to get you on the Christmas show. So just be prepared. You don't know what month is going to happen, but I'm going to reach out and be like, we're watching a Christmas special. Okay. I love um, watching Christmas specials, but I actually do not have that much Christmas experience. Oh, I am here to be your Christmas guru. Because <laughs> Christmas is my favorite time of the year. Um, with Halloween being close. With the Halloween spooktacular being close by. A close second. I actually really um, love Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. Um, Mostly just, I mean, getting together with the family and eating food. We'll discuss Thanksgiving off the air. <laughs> I'm sad um, that we're starting to wrap up the show. Like, we could sit here and talk about Christmas uh, forever. Um, but it's time to wrap up the show. So, Tao. Uh, normally we do What You've Been Binge and Bestie, but I don't we kind of figured out that we're not really binging anything new right now. Um, Nothing new. No. I well, well, I mean, I have been binging bar rescue now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, my COVID times uh, during the, with my shot and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I watched like 10 hours of bar rescue, but uh, I'm watching yeah. golden girls for the first time. And, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never watched it before, so I was like, it's such a culture now. I, I feel like I'm missing out if I don't watch it. Who are these ladies? What is Golden Girls? So I wish you could with. see my face. <laughs> How are you enjoying it, and is it everything, and it's amazing? Okay. Yeah, it's amazing. They go on a lot heavier topics than I thought they would. Like, real yeah. topics, not like, um, not like just poofball topics that I thought we would see. And they slut shame Blanche a lot, but I'm just like, Blanche, live your best life. She is living her best life. Don't let them say those things to you. Like, but then I... again, th- it's fun. But also, hey, now, stop it. <laughs> I am I am legitly shook right now that you've never seen it. I'm not going to judge you, but um, I would watch it with you because I love that show. Uh, we yeah. did a whole golden gal off. So you have to go back and listen to some of the older episodes and you can hear the, the contest that happened last season about the golden girls. We did golden girls trivia for a couple episodes. My husband and I like watch it together every night and yeah, we've been enjoying it a lot. It still um, makes you laugh. That show was not in the eighties. My God. It's, it's so old. But it ran so for quite some time. Yeah. It really did. I think it was eight, seven or seven seasons. I think it was. Was it seven seasons? I don't remember. 
<laughs> and no they, I, I love some of the burns that they have. Just like, oh. oof. So good. Yeah. So good. Can I steal these? Will people who recognize do you, them? Who do you relate to the most? Are you Blanche, Dorothy, uh, Sophia, or Rose? I'm Dorothy. Yeah. I <laughs> struggle between Dorothy and Sophia. Oh, Sophia's so fun. But no, I'm probably Dorothy and sometimes... No, I'm, I'm definitely Dorothy. I, I don't feel like I, I'm very rose my, much at all. But sometimes I, I just love, like, the innocent burns that she is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I, think I my love favorite it. favorite rose burn ever was when Blanche, I don't know if you've seen this episode or not, but Blanche comes out. She's like, do you know what my favorite thing is after the after going to a party? And, <laughs> and Rose goes, finding your underwear in the pile. <laughs> I think I've seen that. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, oh god, it brings me. Wait, I'm gonna do a transition. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, that show brings me so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> Tao, what has been your moment of joy so far? Um, I got some people together for my husband's birthday party, and Aww. we put it off last year, but we felt like safe enough to do it this year because last year was just the thirtieth. And he basically was just like texted happy birthday and that's it. I felt so bad for him because I, I wanted to do like a big old thing last year. But um, we got together for iCombat. Do you know what that is? No. It's tactical laser tag where, Whoa. yeah, it's where you have like a gun, a laser tag gun that actually looks like a gun. Yeah. Okay. And you, it's basically set in like a call of duty setting where it looks like like a town square in the, like a video game and uh, but it's laser tag and we did demolition ball which is like i oh bas- yeah you know demolition ball like yeah you're, you're in the with car driving around and you have to mm-hmm. throw um the ball into the basket right you throw the ball yes. someplace while you're driving the car and you have the little, like, the cross scoople things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, wait, I'm trying to remember which one of my friends who've been on this podcast when, or maybe, maybe they haven't been on the show yet. When we were playing it, they got hit so hard that their their boob popped out of their shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember who it is, but I'm not, I'm not 100% at this point. I don't have very many female friends. I think I was I was one of three girls, and the rest were all dudes. So we didn't really have any risk of that this time. It's, it's a good time. Um, <laughs> what a great time. Oh, gosh, birthday party. What's that going to be like? I'll actually be able to hang out with my friends on my birthday this year. That's, that's really exciting. I'm really happy for him. So it was kind of like celebrating his 30th all over again. Yeah, it really was. And then I get to celebrate my 30th in Chicago. Oh, so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, mine isn't as fun as that, but it is to me. Um, I <laughs> I pre-ordered a He-Man Castle, Castle Ooh. Grayskull that just came out, and How... a lot of people orders were getting canceled, and okay. I was, just knew that mine was going to because that's just Murphy's Law. And Peter got his. We ordered it on the same day at the exact same time. We were on the phone when we pre-ordered it, and he got his earlier this last week, and I was so mad about it. And he kept, you know, making fun of me because I was mad about it. But uh, all of a sudden, I got a, um, during my sickness, <laughs> I got a text saying, 
from from FedEx saying, hey, this item that you were preparing to ship something to you. And I was like, well, I didn't order anything. And then I got an email saying, hey, your Castle Graceful is on its way. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yay. And it said, oh, it'll show up next Tuesday, which should be tomorrow. And I was like, OK, that's fine. Um, and then I got another email that was like, no, it'll be delivered by um, Monday. And I was like, oh, it's great. No, it showed up the day after I got the text. And I was very excited. And um, I'm taking, I'm working on trying to get a video of the He-Man room up on Facebook. So, How big is this castle? Oh, it's not that big. I mean, okay. Probably the size of two computer monitors put together. That's pretty big i don't even know if it's that big but it's you know probably a computer <laughs> monitor and a half i guess you'll That's see pictures right. i'll send you you know what i'll i'll, I'll snap you a photo later i'll text um you. whenever i worked at disney um i always felt so silly for like collecting pins and like my hobbies and then one time i met this guy he had my dream job like hands down dream job um he told me about his hobby it was collecting pencils like Oh, that's Antique an interesting hobby. Pencils. Yeah, and he had a whole loft dedicated to his pencil displays and he went to like pencil conventions. And then from there I, I from then on out I was like, you know what? I got nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Like <laughs> let your freak flag fly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you like collecting old furniture, if you like collecting I mean, there's a collector in all of us and I don't know. Like there are people that I know in my life that think it's weird and want to make fun of me about it. And that's fine. I don't give a shit. You know what? It makes me happy. And my happiness is not hurting you. Um, It's not your money I'm spending. It's not your space I'm taking up. Like I enjoy Mm -hmm. myself. Um, It's a healthy hobby. I mean, yes, it can get a little addictive when I want to buy like $6,000 worth of stuff. (laughs) Um, But I'm just like, I'm sorry that you're so worried about what other people think of you Mm -hmm. that you won't allow yourself to have fun. You know Um, what? We're adults. We should be having fun. (laughs) Happiness is contagious. So you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So judge me all you want. I don't give a shit. I love you. Um, (laughs) Tao, seriously, thanks for coming back on. Of course. I, I love having you on. I know it was kind of like a, a heavier topic today, but we still had a couple laughs in there. Yes. I hope that your listeners didn't uh, just drop out and be like, oof, this is this is too much. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't think so. I think they're, uh, I think they'll like it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see on the Facebook page. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of, as we wrap up the show, uh, don't forget to... Um, <laughs> like the Facebook page. <laughs> um, but don't forget to like uh, Gagging with Gason on Facebook, as well as go out and check out our brand new website, gabbingwithgason.com. Make it a favorite. Go play around. Have a good time. Listen to old shows. Uh, you never know what's going to pop up on there. And um, of course, if you are interested in supporting the podcast, please head on over to Patreon. And uh, you can support us there as well. There'll be links in the show notes. Um, There is one other thing that Tao and I did want to mention to everyone, because I know people sometimes are like, well, how can I help um, with whatever's going on in the world? And Tao, there is a nonprofit that is close to your heart. Do you want to share what that is real quick with everyone? Yeah. um, Hold on. Let me get the name up again, because I am a Um. (laughs) dum-dum. It's heart of dinner um, with so much 
of the violent violence rise and with covid the actual like sickness being passed around a lot of the uh asian elders of new york were not able to go out and so this organization sends them like home-cooked meals uh, thoughtful packages um and it's just near and dear to my heart because of how targeted these asian elders are and how like scared they must feel but people actually reaching out to them and making sure they feel are okay so that's the one i support but there are so many so um yeah <laughs> we're going to uh, we're going to have the link in the show notes for heartofdinner.org uh, you can make um several different types of donations you can do a one-time donation and they even uh which i enjoy is that they actually have like a monthly donation and a quarterly option and you could add a message and um uh gavin with Kason will be doing a donation because um thank you for Tao and just because it deserves and i i was reading over them before the uh, show started and um it's really sweet what they do and um, you can check them out at heartofdinner.org. So um, there's a cute little video on there and stuff as well that gives you some information about what they do and how they were founded and um, why they're, why they're around. So uh, that'll be linked in the show notes as well. So again, your homework is to check out the new website, gadwithgason.com. Like the Facebook page for Gadwithgason. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to Gavin with Gason on your podcast platforms if you haven't and you should so you always know I don't know who it is but whoever my one listener is um, <laughs> there's somebody out there that listens to the show uh, as soon as it's um, put out so like at 1am when it goes out I, it it's like 30 minutes later I'll take a look and I'll be like someone's listened so whoever you are, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, if you want to be notified of the new shows and stuff like that, you have to subscribe. And also just keep checking out the Facebook page and the website. And um, stop you, by and make a donation if you can. Can you make comments on, your, um, on the podcast or on like Facebook? You can on Facebook, yes. That's fun. That's like a fun piece of interaction that you didn't have before. This is true. And I will try to interact with you. Fun. <laughs> try is the key word. Because sometimes I, you know, get busy. But um, yeah. And again, if you want to support, uh, check out Patreon. There's a lot of fun tiers on there with lots of fun rewards um, as well. So, you know, if you want that that uh, limited edition collectible Gabbing with Gason sticker... You, uh, you, you gotta go to Patreon. So, you know, check it out. And who knows? Who knows what other things will happen down the road with Gabbing with Gason? You know, we, we've already spun off once. Could we spin off again? Maybe. The Gabbing with Gason network just keeps getting better and better. So thank you all so much for all your support. And we're back for season two. Thanks for coming back. Tao, thank you again. Um, uh, you know, I love You're you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, and um, it's a great kickoff for uh, Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. <laughs> it is! You are correct! Yeah, it's yes. May! So, uh, yeah, go out and make a donation. Um, and uh, share the joy that you get from making that donation. Let your friends and family know um, that you're supporting a worthwhile organization. And uh, keep sharing that joy, because that really does get us through all of life's crazy ups and downs. Tao, I'm sure we'll be back again. 
<laughs> we will see you soon in person. Yes. Thank you for having me. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Gabbing with Gason. Don't forget to give a listen to our monthly Christmas show, Keeping the Yuletide Gay with Gason. And make sure you subscribe to both shows on most podcast apps. Also, please follow us on Facebook. And of course, find all things Gason on our website, gabbingwithgason.com, including how to become a Patreon supporter with fun rewards. Other music and sounds used in this episode and others are the properties of the individual copyright holders, and they are used for the purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is intended.